Mondays suck, right? Well, yours just got better because don't forget to live. The podcast is back. That's right. We are finally back after our absence. Um, it's been it's been about a month. I told you monthly episodes, and I have kept that actually. Um, before I say that, man, don't so I someone's gonna call me out. Um, let me see. If my last episode was in August and not September, I will apologize formally to all of you. Nope. Ha. September 9th. So I did have an episode in September, so no one can say anything. Um, yeah. This episode today is going to be a little bit different. As you know, this is a pop culture podcast. Not, not necessarily a podcast about comedy. I mean, I'm a stand-up comic, but I'm also a journalism major. So, you know, I bring a different perspective to topics. That's what I try to do here. And today, we have the music bumping, not DMCA. Let's go. I can have music and not have the feds busting in my dorm window. That would be terrifying. <laughs> but yeah, we got a fun episode today. Um, we're going to be talking about some technology. Y'all like tech? Of course you do. How else are you going to listen to this podcast if you don't have any sort of technology? Are you going to have... You can have me recite it to you in person? Why did my music stop? That is frustrating. Um, but yeah, you know, technology is a great thing. It's something that we all need in life because uh, my music didn't stop. The next song just took forever to load, apparently. But technology is something that we need in the today's society. You cannot be in a college classroom without some form of technology anymore. And that's a fact. That's not even like an exaggeration. That is a true fact. And... You know, for the longest time, you know, everyone's been doing everything on their computers, you know? Your email, your your work, everything was on your computer. You did it all from there. And then we moved to start doing our work on our tablets. You know, they made tablets powerful enough to where you had a portable... We had something portable, you know? And then, then kind of went kind of went away from tablets. That trend kind of died. But more so towards just thinner laptops. Like, I have a MacBook Air uh, that I do a lot of my work on. Um, we went kind of towards that area, but now we have officially moved away from that even as people are doing their work on their phones, whether it's their whether it's their actual work, whether it's school, whether it's college, you can do almost anything from your phone now. So having a phone on you is almost your most important device. I'd, I'd say it is your most important device is your phone. Calls, text, email, apps, games, work, college, school, banking. Everything can be done from your phone. You don't even need to carry a credit card anymore because of Apple and Google Pay. You don't even need to carry your keys on some vehicles because because your phone's your key now. Your phone is a key. That's insane. Um, and then, you know, what else do y'all carry? Nothing really, I mean, cash, keys, and headphones and your phone. That's all you really, that's all I carry. You don't really need more, much more than that these days. So, with a phone being the most important device, why should you cheap out? Why should you just buy something that will get you by? Why should you buy something that you don't really love, but it was good enough for the price? You don't need to do that anymore. Because we have better options for you. Technology, and especially the phone market, has become wide open and expanded. It's crazy what you can get now. Flip phones died in like 2010, maybe even before that. And now they're back. But in a touchscreen, 
That's crazy. We have foldable, we have phones that fold, we have phones that flip, we have phones <coughs> with face scanning technology. I don't have COVID, don't worry about that. Um, we, like technology has came, has come so far since when Steve Jobs unveiled that iPhone for the very first time, like, like was it 2008? That's when flip phones started dying, that's when the Motorola Razr crashed. Guess what, even that's back in a touchscreen phone. So, you have all these options. You have that Apple with that death grip on a lot of people. You have Samsung coming out with different innovations every single phone, reinventing the wheel. You have Huawei. Huawei? Huawei. I don't know how to say that, man. That's a... It's not... That's an, that's an Asian company. Excuse me. You have OnePlus. You have Xiaomi. You have all these different phones and all these different markets. Then you can narrow it down to two categories, iOS, or iPhone, and then Android. What's the best out of those? That's a great question, because no one knows. So with, because there has, they have their negatives and they have their positives, both of them do. With recent climbs, I've noticed that actually Android is becoming more popular with the release of Android 12, and Google really, actually trying on their new phone, the Google Pixel 6. Things are looking out for Android users, you know, you have tons of options out there. We already had tons of options, but now you have more and potentially better options. So, what's the phone for you? What do you need? Do you need that iPhone and that ecosystem? Or, do you need that Android customization to get everything possible out of your phone? Well, I'm going to tell you right now, the phone that's better for you. I've spent time with iPhone, I've spent time with Android, I've had things I like about both, and I have things that I just can't stand about either. So here we go, we're gonna get into it right here, right now. So, on the iOS system that runs, that is, made, that is a software run by Apple, and the only phone that is on iOS system is iPhones. Apple's iPhones are the only ones that run that. That would be like if Google just kept Android for itself. Nope, Android is on basically every other phone. Every other phone runs on Android. There's a couple of phones out there that have different softwares, but every major successful phone out there runs Android. And that's OnePlus, that's Samsung, that's Google, obviously. And those are the, those are the big three phones in Android for, for the United States, at least. So, basically what you get with the iPhone it should just get easy. It's just easy. Anyone can pick up an iPhone and learn how to use it like that. You get the hang of it. You get you get what you need. You get everything possible out of it. Because it just presents it so efficiently. Everything you get is just easy to access. You know, as soon as you as soon as you get your phone, you can set it up in two minutes or less. If you upgrade to the next model, you don't have to have your SIM card and nothing like that. Everything, all of your information, all of your apps, all of your previous text messages are there in minutes, maybe even seconds. That's easy. And, this, and the software itself is so simple, man. You can, it's so easy to figure it out. The shortcuts are so effective. <coughs> like, I just double, I double tap my phone when it's locked. Okay, maybe not, I guess it's, I can raise my phone. Let's. See, I, I raise my phone up, and while it's on the lock screen, 
I can turn on the flashlight and just like that. I can I can go to the camera just like that. And then the, the face ID technology is insane. I mean it recognizes my face in pitch black. And it's so easy to access while Android's face technology it's not good at all. That's why they still use the thumbprint scanner because they don't have the sensors that the iPhone have. Uh, which is like a 3D face scan. The Android is technically like a 2D. It's like trying to recognize a photo. Based. That's basically all it does is try to recognize a picture. Um, so Apple's is way better in that market. And I'm having connect connection issues with my PlayStation, which is what's playing the music right now. So that's probably the why you keep hearing the music cutting in and out. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, simple, effective software. That's what Apple thrives on. Nothing with an Apple phone is going to be difficult. Because everything there is made for the average consumer. The average human being is going to go towards an iPhone because of how easy it is. Because of how they can just go out, upgrade phones, lickety-split, and have no issues, and basically have the same stuff they already had on their old phone, all the way back to the, all the way to the lock screen, maybe the exact same. They just get the benefits of a new phone. Um, they don't have to worry about losing their photos or anything like that, or text messages or notes. All of it carries over. And speaking of carrying over, Apple's ecosystem is its biggest seller by far. The farther you get into the ecosystem, the more beneficial Apple is. And if you don't know what the Apple ecosystem is, so basically, Apple releases a series of technology products. From They have an Apple Watch, the phone, they have MacBooks, they have full-on like PCs, but they're, you know, it's their own macOS software, they have tablets, they have earphones, they have headphones, they have everything. Why would you, you everything you need technology-wise, Apple has, and they're even... There's even rumors about the Apple glasses. So it's going to be like technology right in front of your eyes that you were able to connect to your phone. And you're not even going to need to look at your phone. You're not even going to need to look at your wrist. It's just all in front of your eyes. Apple's ecosystem is so much more efficient than anything else because I can copy something on this on my iPhone and then paste it on my Mac. And it works in seconds. I can... Airdrop. Airdrop is huge. You know, you someone else wants a picture, you just two clicks and it's sent to them without having to send a text message or nothing like that. You can also do it even quicker from from your phone to your computer. Um, if you have AirPods um, connecting, like you're, that you're listening to it on your phone and you want to watch a video on your computer, and not even a click, you're there. You just open up your computer, play the video. That's really it. That's how good the ecosystem is. Text messages and all of that can be responded to on any Apple device. You can respond on your tablet. You can respond talking to your earbuds. You can respond on your computer and obviously your phone. The ecosystem just makes life easier. And it's really true for students. So all of your files can be on your phone. So let's say your teacher uh, messages you um, two hours after you turn in an assignment and she says, I need, you know, you were turned it in the wrong format. I need you to send it, like, before tonight. And you aren't going to be able to get back to your computer in time. No problem. It's on your phone, too. And you just send it through like that. That's the efficiency of the Apple ecosystem. You can recreate it on Android. 
but it's not the same. Like, when I say recreate it, I mean it's just like, you download this app, you get the same brand of this, but this isn't as good on that, so it's just, it's just a hassle on Android. But, you know, I'm sitting over here praising Apple, like, they have the best phones in the market. I really don't. I mean, well, it's an opinion. Android has some great positives too, like the customization. Oh my lord, man. <coughs> when you have an Android phone, everything's customizable. Your notifications, all the way to what type of notification on what type of app you want. You can turn off certain certain ones if you want to. You can turn on different ways of how they appear on your phone. You want all of them at once. You want your two most recent. Um, some even like Samsung's S21 Ultra has this feature where instead of your phone like turning on, it's a little like laser, like on the edge of the display that like goes around the screen to like make sure that you know that that's a notification. And it's color depends on what app it is. That's that's just great customization. Android phones are just fun to use because you can like customize everything. Um, you can have 3D wallpapers. 3D wallpapers. That's awesome. I mean, I had one that that had like it was a gold. It was gold and it had like mechanical gears spinning in the back. And like, every time I open my phone, someone will look at it and be like, Whoa, what is that? And I'm like, oh, that's my that's my background. They're like, how do you get that? And I just had to tell them, it's, a, it's basic Android. So yeah, the customization on goes so in-depth. I was talking about how Apple is easy. This is not easy at all. You have to learn the software. But once you learn it, you fall in love with it. Because you are able to do anything you want with it. You can go from... Having a plain, simplistic, minimalist background to having these flashy things on your screen and you know all of this at once. You know, just there's just so many options to, for your software. Everything about it is just unique, bold, and innovative. And not only that, but Androids are pretty expandable. Um, <coughs> what I mean by that is, so Apple wants you to wants you to have Apple. You know, they like 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 the ecosystem I talked about. They want you want like, everything on your wrist, your ears, and your hands should be Apple, and it shouldn't be anything else. And if it is, it's gonna make your life a little more difficult if you have other Apple products. So that's why they try to get you to buy. They go full send into the Apple products. Android really doesn't. As long as it's Android, you're probably good. Not only that, but like Apple, um, there's a keyboard app on the iWatch. And people loved it because like it, it allows you to type on the Apple Watch instead of like having to draw the letters like you usually do. And Apple took it down and put their own keyboard in because they didn't want people using a third-party app. Android is king of third-party apps. When you when you get an Android phone, it <coughs> excuse me, most of them come with two app stores. So like my Samsung S21 Ultra came with a Samsung store and a Google Play store allowing me to purchase apps from both because it may one might have this app and one might have this app but they might not have you know Samsung may have one app that Google doesn't and Google might have one app that Samsung doesn't so it, they, they allow you to get pretty much anything you want in the phone I mean almost any feature that Apple has that you might miss can be recreated on Android due to the fact that they just allow third parties to come in and innovate their software even more than it already is
And one another big benefit of Android is the fact that you don't have to. When you go with iOS, you go, okay, I like iOS software. I want an iPhone. When you go with Android, you go, okay, I want Android software. Now what kind of phone do I want? Because there are so many options. Like what, and it just depends on what you care most about on the phone. Believe it or not, I actually have a sponsor this episode. That's gonna surprise a lot of you, right? Because I'm an idiot and why would I have a sponsor? And who's sponsoring this is actually gonna surprise you as well. Ladies and gentlemen, Pride Pack USA is a LGBTQ plus organization that sends out monthly subscription boxes full of different accessories, shirts, stuff like that to just, you know, make you feel how you want to feel, you know? If you are gay, you can have a shirt that says gay on it. Ain't that cool? I mean, I'm white. I kind of want a shirt that says white on it. I mean, I'm, I'm also a comedian. I kind of want a shirt that, or a mask that just says comedian. So this is a great opportunity for you if you like that. Um, so this was started earlier last year. This company kind of rebranded and they're looking for people to get on the subscription train because subscriptions are so much better than just paying for it, you know, every other day. Because sub monthly subscriptions is basically the new trend. I mean, your TV, your you know, your TV, your games, pretty much everything's a monthly subscription now. So why not hop on the train with your clothing too? Get get free get free clothes every single month. And you can do that. It is $30 a month plus a $5 shipping free fee. And I can help you out for your first order. If you use the code Chase underscore the underscore comic, you can get 30% off. That's I'm not gonna do the math on that. But that's not that's hey, you're taking money off. That doesn't matter. You can get some free stuff. Not really free, but you get some cool stuff with money with money off just because you listen to this podcast. So all you gotta do <coughs> is enter that code, get your order, get your pride pack in, and then send 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 them pictures on Instagram at Pride Pack USA. Send them your pictures. They might even post you. Maybe you can get Instagram famous. Maybe you can take this sponsorship away from me. So how about it? Go on there, sign up, just live your life. Pride Pack USA, use the code Chase underscore the underscore comic. 30% off your whole order. And you'll have a blast. When buying an Android phone, you have so many options. You have Samsung with great screens and great functionality and it's and it's just an all-around great experience with an amazing camera like the S21 Ultra has a hundred megapixel camera as compared to the iPhone's 12 basically and you might be thinking whoa, whoa, whoa that sounds like a huge difference I don't see that big of a difference in the cameras well Samsung's is full-on hardware through the cameras that's what they excel in is hardware when you when you take a when you take a picture of the Samsung photo, it is going to give it the most real look. iPhone is a software, so they take it. <coughs> I am dying. They take a photo with one of their three cameras, and then they use software to morph it into whatever kind of photo you want, and that gives it a more usually a more vibrant look, but I'd say less real. 
it's it's going to look you probably might think it looks better but it's going to look less authentic at the same time so that's where samsung excels in the cameras um they also have way better hardware um their battery life isn't as good anymore believe it or not apple kind of toppled them on that but samsung's battery life is still not bad and they kick apple's butt in pretty much everything else in terms of hardware um but let, let's let's say you don't care about hardware too much you're not a you're not a, you're not working for geek squad you don't need crazy hardware on your phone um that's not a shot at geek squad but um google Google makes amazing cameras and functional phones. Let's say you want an Android for the customization, but you don't want to get confused because you don't really know what you're looking at. That's, what, that's where Google comes in, because the Google Pixels are the most similar experience you can get to Apple, but on an Android. It's pretty unique, actually. Um, Google actually owns Android. So you're going to get an amazing software experience that's going to be close to how Apple owns iOS so the iPhones get the amazing software experience there. Google phones are known for that and they're known for their cameras. Their photos are insane. I've seen amazing professional looking shots even in the dark from Google cameras. That's how, that's how good their phones are and they're usually pretty cheap. Um, the Pixel 6 is their first hard hitting um, hard-hitting phone in a while because the 4a the 5 the 4 were all they were all phones that kind of like the mid-range they weren't flagship they were just something that you could get for like 500 600 bucks I mean I could have traded in an iPhone 11 and then they would have paid me to get and get the pixel 5 the, the budget phone but they're still great I mean they compare to around the like the base iPhone 11 so like they're pretty comparable to that for a lot cheaper <coughs> that's what Google excels at right there is getting budget phones but great quality and companies like OnePlus kind of in the median right there you know they kind of do both they're, they're kind of but they're kind of flashy at the same time if you have a OnePlus phone you're gonna you're gonna stand out a little bit people aren't gonna know what it is usually because it's not as popular as these other companies but it is still something that is going to get you noticed. Like, people are going to look at that phone and think, oh, what is that? And then you have an opportunity to tell them. OnePlus is a fairly, I'd say a fairly new company. At least, at least new, considering the companies they're going up against. And they've been killing it with their phones. It's, they're, they're high quality. They're really good Android phones. And you're just, you're going to get a great experience with them. So yeah, um, I topped off iPhone. Then I praised Android, so it sounds like there's no way you can go wrong, right? Like no matter what you get, you get a perfect experience. Wrong. All right, so you know, like like let's start off with some negatives for Android since I've been talking about them. A lot of people call them outdated. Like that's a hard thing to explain because they're not outdated. You know, they they're really innovative. Usually, some companies. Um, and they try to bring a great experience, but at the same time, a lot of the things they do, Apple did first. For instance, the phone in general. Smartphones were done first by Apple. Apple seems to like take the leaps that no one else wants to take, and then everyone else follows behind them because they realize that that was a genius idea, and that they're going to fall behind if they don't just copy. That can be said with the 
Like when the iPhones got rid of the headphone jack. People flipped. People were mad. But it improved the iPhone's performance and then it started the trend of these truly wireless earbuds. And now people are fine. Like, most people don't even care that their phone don't have a headphone jack. But Samsung did that after. You know, they, they made, it was like a year or two afterwards. They started, to inf they started to input that. And then of course other companies followed. Apple got, ri got rid of the home button. Other companies followed. <coughs> Apple adds a multi-camera setup on a phone. Other companies follow. And now Apple is looking to go completely notchless in the future and get rid of that, l that little notch on the top. And well, companies have already done that. But Apple's not looking to put that little hole punch selfie camera in. They're looking to do a behind the screen selfie camera, which would be crazy technology to have a good looking selfie camera that's not even visible. And I guarantee you, if they pull this off, they find a way, Samsung, Google, Xiaomi, OnePlus, they're all gonna do the same thing. Because that's, Apple's just innovative and it seems like Android kind of falls behind when it comes to that stuff. They usually catch up. They usually put out like that, like the S21 Ultra and the iPhone 12 Pro Max are pretty dead even. But when Apple does take that leap every now and then, it takes a little bit of catch up for the rest of the companies. Another thing is people call Androids cheaply made. That's true for a lot of them. I mean, unless you put out big bank for, a, for an Android phone, you're going to get a cheaply made phone. You're going to drop it and your batteries are going to fall out. Your camera is going to look horrible in Snapchat. That's just a software thing can't really fix that on their part so it's not really their fault there but I, I can see how some phones just feel cheaply made they, they're made out of plastic and, that, and they you know don't have very good battery life and their software is the only thing that's up to date and that's true because that's that's really what a lot of like mid-range android phones are made for iphones 12 pro mini or excuse me the 12 mini and the 13 mini are are their budget phone but they're still the high quality when you're buying budget android phone It just feels, it feel, like going back to the last point, it feels outdated. It feels terrible. You don't want to be seen with it even. And you know, people make people make fun of Androids, but they shouldn't be making fun of Android as a whole. They should just be making fun of those budget Android phones because what in the world, those things are sold on Wish. Like it's kind of sad at some point. Um, another thing is too many options, you know. I've spent the whole time talking about Androids, customization, you know, the expandability. And the variety that sounds great to some people, but to others, they just look at that and think, "What? How do I know what to choose when they all have their big downs and their big and their big upsides?" They got a point because when I was looking for an Android phone to switch to, it took me a while. Um, Samsung's great for you know, like I said, the screen and all of that, but the software's a little bit clunky because they put their own skin on it and they kind of try to separate themselves as much as possible from Google and Google hasn't released a high quality flagship phone in years and I didn't want to downgrade to a phone older than the one I already had um, and like and OnePlus you know they they don't they don't own Android either so their software experience is a little bit clunky as well um, the notifications I've heard are really buggy on that too uh, so anything I was looking at I'm like man I'm gonna have to sacrifice something and that's true. I mean, iPhone with iOS, you have one option. 
and it may sound like it sucks, and it does sometimes, but that one option has everything to offer. With with Android, you have to pick and choose. So yeah, there's that's pretty much all the really like big negatives about Android. There's some other issues like the notifications don't seem to like disappear correctly sometimes, and that can be frustrating. <coughs> but you know, Apple's not perfect either. Um, like there's no customization. They finally introduced widgets like two years ago, and that was it. Like that's that's the most customization you can get on an iPhone. Besides changing your wallpaper, obviously, but come on, that's basic. That's been done since phones had buttons. I mean, you just can't customize your iPhone without cheating and downloading an app. You know another thing about Apple that drives people insane? Every single phone they release, it seems like it's the exact same phone as the last year. They might update the cameras, they might make the notch a little bit smaller, but it's still the same phone. That's tough for a lot of people to think about switching to iPhone when they think, or at least upgrading their iPhone I should say, is thinking, man, I mean, why should I upgrade phones? Cause this one, this one's the exact same, and it's three years older. Apple don't mind you doing that. <coughs> they know that you do that. They release these new phones not because they want their people to upgrade, but they want people to see. They want people on Android to, to realize how good Apple is and make them switch. That is why they have software updates continuously for phones for. They're a decade old almost. I mean, iPhone 6s and 7 are just, or at least this iPhone 6s is like just now finally not getting updates. And the 7 is still getting software updates. That's insane. Android has like two years of software updates for each of their phones. And that's, that, that's why Apple has no innovation. They don't care to reinvent their wheel every time because they don't need to because you're going to stay on Apple regardless so what's the point of them making their phones crazy so they do they do these little bitty upgrades every year that's why I recommend switching phones every two years so if you have the 12 get the 14 if you have the 11 get the 13 and so, and so on from that because I feel like then you feel like you're getting a new phone because going from an 11 to a 13 Pro Max definitely felt better <coughs> Even from the S21 Ultra to the 13 Pro Max felt newer. And that's really only like, it's like a what, 10 month difference? Something like that. Um, but yeah, Apple doesn't innovate. Their Apple Watches have been the same since Series 4. They only make the screen bigger. Like actually, there's a re they don't even sell, like now that the Series 7's out, they're not selling the, the Series 6. And they haven't been selling the Series 4 or 5 because it's the same one. They still sell the Series 3. Because the 4 is the last time they actually did something to it. The 3 was like the entry level like base model. That's what that's what they're using it as. That's how much they have just not changed the Apple Watches. Is where they're just saying, like, oh the old one, that's that's the base model. This is like the newer model. That's that doesn't sit right with me because I just feel like that's not You're just bas you're basically just telling your customers this is the same watch as last year, but you should still buy it. That's that's my that's the main issue I've always had with Apple. Is they do stuff like that, but gotta admit when they do 
reinvent a product, whether it's a tablet, phone, watch, whatever, they they're ahead of the game. That's there's no doubt about that. But whenever they do that, they're overpriced. That's that's a big complaint they get. I will admit, Samsung is it's more expensive. That's 21 Ultra 5G is more expensive than the iPhone 13 Pro Max, and it is technically almost a year older. So like, I mean, iPhones aren't really that expensive. There's just less variety, so they look more expensive. Because people are like, oh, I can get the same phone for 500 bucks on Android. I mean, kind of. They're not wrong. Android just has more options. They just have more availability. Apple doesn't have that the same availability, so that they're always going to have just that one line of phones every single year. And that is what they're going to have. That's what they're always going to have. And that's, that's just that. Their cheapest model is probably only going to be around 700 bucks, and their most expensive all the way to 1100. It's going to be like that every single year. So, Apple is overpriced. They don't allow you to customize their stuff, and you have no options inside of iOS software. But it's an easy ecosystem. It's functional. It's really functional. Um, it's simple and easy to learn and you're just going to have a pleasant experience using an iOS phone. And on the other hand with Androids, they're called outdated, they're, some of them are very cheaply made and they have so many options that it's hard to choose from, but at the same time, those options give you tons of customization and, you know, it gives you the ability to choose. And you're going to be able to expand your phone into almost anything you want, all the way to almost having a console for a phone. That's how expandable Androids can be. So what's the phone for you? I can't say that. No one can say that, except you. If you're a student, you're in college, and you're trying to go through school, I recommend getting an iPhone. I recommend getting into that Apple ecosystem. It's going to make your life a lot easier regardless of your preferences because you're able to send documents back and forth between your phone and your computer. You can finish an assignment on your computer, turn it in on your phone. You can you can be watching a video on your phone, switch it over to watching a video on your computer without ever having to reset your Bluetooth headphones. It's just an easy ecosystem. It's just it's just easy it's easy to get into that's all it is it's just easy um but let's say you're not a college student let's say you're just a normal guy working a nine to five and you want a phone that can that can just you know do a lot you can do everything you want maybe you're an android guy maybe you just need something that you can customize and have fun with um that's another thing if you just want a phone to have fun with definitely get an android because that phone is going to be way better for you so basically, if your phone is simply just for fun, get an Android. You're going to have way more fun with that. But if your phone is more so for work and school, get an iPhone. And if you're in that middle ground, weigh your options, weigh, weigh whatever I just told you in this podcast, and then you'll know. So that's basically it. Um, I just went full on tech on y'all. That's different. I told y'all this is going to be a different episode, right? Um... So I'm going to conclude with something that's not different, and that's me giving out some dates. Um, I'm dropping a song, Villain, on, let's see, what is today? Let's see, Wednesday's the 20th. 20, on the 25th, I'm dropping the song, Villain. I had to do the math on that. I just hit my microphone. Um, but yeah, 25th, I'm dropping a song. Um, 
the 20th, I'm going to be in Bricktown, OKC. That is this Wednesday. I'm going to be there for a show. Have, have a little have a little set there. I'm excited for that. First time performing there. Um, and then Wednesday, next Wednesday, the 27th, I'm right back in Tulsa for the third time. Love that club every time I go. Always have a great crowd. Um, and then two days after that, on a Friday night, I'm hosting a campus comedy night at my local uh, at my local place uh, at OU. It's gonna be fun. Gonna try and get some students to do their own open mic, and then I close it out. I'm hoping a lot, hoping to get a lot of people to come out. And if you listen to this and you go to OU, just just go. See how it is. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna have a blast. Don't want, everyone loves to laugh, and that's all a comedy show is. It's just trying to make you laugh. So you can't. You're not gonna hate it. it. Might be a little bit boring if people aren't funny, but you're not gonna hate it. I mean, come on. There's worse things you could be doing on a Friday night, frat party. Um, <laughs> I don't need to get into that, but that's another episode. I'll get into that in another episode. I have a whole story for you guys. But yeah, that's pretty much it, you know. Um, if you can come to a show, try to make it, and, you know, listen to the song. That'll be next Monday. So yeah, enjoy your weekend, or your week, actually, because it's Monday. Like I said, I told you this podcast was going to make your week better. Now you can listen to it on your way to school next morning or while you're working on a Tuesday. Because everyone loves Tuesdays, right? Have some tacos, and if you don't like tacos, then put your penis in one. I don't know, man. Um, That's going to be it for today. I'll catch y'all probably, probably, you know what, two weeks, another episode. And if it's not two weeks, it'll be a week. That's how amazing I am. Not really. It's probably going to be like seven months from now. But I'll see you guys eventually. Peace out.